0: Thank you, Jesus. Ed Elliott is a man of God we had here. Um, He ministered for us. He had a quote somebody had posted online. I thought it was awesome. He said, uh, my job as a gospel preacher is not to get you to live right, but to help you believe correctly. now let me pause and jesus said um see sometimes see what what religion does is make things complicated okay jesus said my yoke is easy and my burden is light the disciples asked jesus what must we do to to do the works of god he said believe on him whom he sent so it's just simple as believing And I I echo what Ed Elliott says. It's not my job to get you to behave correctly. (laughs) To live right, he says. My job is to help you believe correctly. If I can get you to believe the right way, believe the truth, you will live the right way. He goes on to say, Jesus didn't say doing or hearing the truth will set you free. He said knowing the truth. See, when, when you know the truth. And see, so that's the purpose. Um, see, that's the purpose of preaching and, and teaching. See, if you don't know the purpose of a thing, you can abuse it. And that's what a lot of people do is uh, they, they go to hear good preaching, but they don't really know what the purpose of preaching is. And what they think is preaching uh, is hooping and hollering. I'm not against hooping and hollering. Uh, if you want to hoop and holler, hoop and holler is the truth. Amen. That's just not my style because it's not my style. See, some people come in and they look for that, thinking that that's what they need. But how many of you know only Jesus knows what you need? Amen. Not tradition, not religion. See, I, I hate religion. If you if you come looking for a religious place, you're in the wrong place. All right. If you want religion, I can point you to a lot of places. Okay, but Jesus said, "You shall know the truth." See, we got to believe the right thing, believe correctly. So, what's the purpose of preaching any, anyway? The Bible says, "How shall they hear without a, a, a preacher?" Let's let's go to. Uh, this is not in my notes, but that's cool. My my daughter blessed me with a. I woke up with this this morning. She quoted this. Um, see if I can find it. In the meantime, go to Romans chapter ten. This is this is an appetizer before our main course here today. So, what's what's the what's the purpose of preaching and teaching? Okay. How shall how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without what? A preacher. Y'all got these smartphones, they smart, so put it to work. See how smart it is. Go on have a Bible app on that phone so you can dial this stuff in and how shall they preach unless they are sent thank you Jesus as it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace this gospel is a gospel of peace man. it will bring peace you know that you have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ So, how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? See, that gives us a clue to the purpose of preaching and teaching is to get you to believe. To get you to believe correctly. See? How shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? So, if, if you reverse engineer that the preacher is given so you can hear and, and you hear so you can believe so to call on the name of Jesus not just for salvation but for healing for prosperity anything you need in your life you got to call on it but see, how can you call if you have not what? Believed. See, so, so my job is not to get you to behave. My job is not to get you to live right. My job is to help you believe correctly. Because, see, when you believe right, you will live right. Right believing Produces right living. It's from the inside out. Change, like the prophecy this morning says, change comes. It comes from the inside out. And see, when you believe correctly, you'll live holier on accident than you ever could on purpose. <laughs> You're just gonna live. Right. You're gonna live right when you believe correctly. This is from Heaven Is For Real. My, my daughter, I woke up and I, Adrian, I read this. She posted it. And she says, uh, from Heaven Is For Real, that this boy obviously said this, that went to heaven. If uh, Anybody ever seen that Heaven Is For Real? This boy said, I've seen power shot down at daddy when he, because his, his father was a preacher. I've seen power shot down at daddy when he preaches. It's the Holy Spirit. I watched him. So power gets shot down when I preach. That may not mean much to you, but it means a lot to me. Because I love when the Holy Spirit ministers through me. Sometimes I'm not amazed. Sometimes I'm amazed not at me, but the Spirit of God working through me. Um, and it's, it's an awesome thing. And I can't get prideful because I don't take any credit for it. So my job is not to get you to believe correctly. My job is not to even uh, or it's, it's, it's not to hoop and holler. I'm here to give you the word of Christ the good news, the gospel of peace that will set you free. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Amen. And I'm still getting used to controlling my presentation. Amen? Controlling these scriptures. I love control. (laughs) Except for when it comes to living my life. I got to be out of control. And let the Lord be in control. Amen. Okay, let's jump right into this teaching. Amen. You getting anything out of this series? We got off a little bit, but we, we're never really off. Hallelujah. Yeah, we got into talking about marriage. We gave you a whole marriage seminar. I encourage you to get a hold of that. And, but it's still along the lines of what we're teaching. See, Jesus can change your marriage. You don't have to have a marriage seminar for your uh, relationships to change and your your marriage relationships to change. You don't need a seminar on relationships or marriage. You just need to listen to hear the truth when you hear Jesus preached. You can hear a message where it, it had like a the message last week had a marriage twist but your finances can be blessed (laughs) you know why because Jesus is preached so we're talking about looking into enemies of faith fight this this is the foundation scripture fight, everybody say fight Fight the good fight of faith. So why is this series enemies of faith? Well, if there's a fight to faith, then there must be enemies to our faith. So we just want to deal with this, these six words in, in, this, in this scripture. Fight the good fight of faith. And the reason why it's a good fight is because you win. You, are, you already have the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. So enemy enemy number one that we talked about is a lack of knowledge. Everybody say lack of knowledge. knowledge. A lack of knowledge of God's word is destroying so many people. And uh, people repeat sayings. I've been hearing one um, saying over and over and, and in the context of somebody that passes away. Uh, here just recently tragic in our own family it's just just horrible to even I don't even like thinking about it six year old I attended uh, family members um, home going yesterday Uh, six year old child um, fell on a table or something and died throat was slit or something like that. It's just horrible. Six years old. Um, and, and people like dying before their time. See, God says, with long life will I satisfy you. That's what the word says, right? I'm talking about enemy number one, a lack of knowledge. What, a lack of knowledge of what? A lack of knowledge of the word of christ see how do you read the bible through the lens of the finished work of jesus that's how you read the old testament see some people get confused and say oh man these grace preachers they don't believe in the old testament i never said that see the whole all the bible is 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 for us we're in a new covenant see we're, we're not we don't live in the old covenant but see, the things that were in the, in the Old Testament were written for our learning and for our admoni- admonition. And Jesus is in every book of the Bible. So when we read the Old Testament, we should see Jesus. Okay? See, a lack of knowledge of the word of Christ. And I, and I hear this when, when people die young. If you die fi- at 50, you're dying young. You're not dying at 50. Say I'm not dying at 50. If you're dying at 60, you're dying young. If you're dying at 70, you're dying young. Well, the Bible only promises, you know, you know what, three score and ten, if by reason of strength. That, that's old. That's old covenant. In the new covenant, you can live as long as you're satisfied, to 120. But when somebody dies young, it's well. God don't make no mistakes. Well, He doesn't. But you're using that that phrase in the wrong context. See, that's a, that's assuming that God did this thing. God didn't have nothing to do with that. I said God didn't. Have, God didn't make that He don't make no mistakes. See, because what all that is is people repeating something that they heard in church. Not church, church. <laughs> now I hear that. I want to throw some at people. Um, because I, I, I'm, I'm passionate about the Word of God, and we need, we need to treat the Word of God with respect. And not just throw stuff out there that people say all kinds of crazy stuff. Huh? I'm a six-year-old child Got has his, his throat slit. you talking about God don't make mistakes? That, that right there causes people to turn away from God and run from God. He's like, God don't make a mistake. What kind of thing? Why would God cause that thing to happen? We already dealt with, you hear... <laughs> If you haven't heard this, you've never been to three funerals. The Lord give it, and the Lord is it away. Huh? Well, well, that's in the Bible. But you, how do you read the Bible through through the lens of the finished work of Jesus? Huh? Now you don't need twenty-five scriptures. You, uh you need revelation? See? You just keep hearing, you get revelation, see? Keep hearing the right word, and the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. If, if, you don't, if you don't get it the first time, just keep hearing. It's just, just make sure you're under the right teaching. Huh? And not getting a mixture of law and grace. We're not under the law That's performance-based. It's a conditional covenant that's based on what you had to do to qualify for God's blessings. The new covenant is a relationship with God that's based on what Jesus did to qualify you. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Jesus. So it's 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 true that the Lord gives, but it's not true that he takes away. Job said that, he said that in his ignorance. And we know that catastrophe happened to Job. He had a bad week. You're not reading about his whole life. The whole book of Job is like a total of like nine months. Okay? So he had a bad week. He thought the Lord did it. You read chapter one. We know the devil did it. He caused havoc in his life. Causes his livestock to be stolen, all his kids killed. Read the end of, end of the book. And the Lord bless the latter end of Job more than the beginning. Amen. He had twice as much as he had before. So, why? See, yeah, that happened for a reason. The Lord don't make no mistake. Because he wanted to bless him in the end. Why did that happen? That wasn't wasn't the Lord that did it. It was Satan. And the reason why it happened was because Job 3.25, he allowed fear to control him. He didn't fear a little bit. It said, the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. The thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. That which I dreaded has happened to me. Fear, listen to me, fear is a negative, dangerous, destructive force that can wreak havoc in your life. You can't run from fear. Marvin Gaye, one of the greatest singers of all time in my opinion, he feared it for his life. He, he was he had paranoia, fear, and he, he, sometimes he wouldn't even want to, he would barricade himself in the house. If somebody would send out, he sent send out for food and somebody bring my hot dog, he'd examine it to see if somebody tried to poison him. And he was in the house with his dad, but see that fear came to his house. His own dad shot him. He stayed in the house, fearful, and yet his own dad shot him, threw the gun out on the yard, and sat on the porch and waited for the police to come. The spirit of fear is destructive. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Resist fear. Fear will try to come and, and control your life, get you afraid about this and afraid about that. I'm just scared of this. I'm just scared of terrorism. I'm just scared all these bad things happen. I'm just scared that uh, I'm gonna lose it all. I'm gonna scare that I'm I'm scared that I'm gonna lose my mind up in here, up in here. I'm scared about all kinds so don't be afraid of anything over and over when angels appeared to people in the bible their exhortation was fear not fear not the reason why that we shouldn't fear is because god is with us and there is absolutely nothing to be afraid about because god has got you thank you jesus and i know i don't make light of mental health issues and things like that but i'm telling you you cannot have mental health issues if you understand what jesus did for you on the cross and you believe that and you believe the love the, love the father has for you because any health mental health issue has its 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 root in being in in self-righteousness and being self-centered. I know that's a hard saying, but see, if you focus on Jesus instead of yourself, you cannot have mental health issues. You're gonna have the kind of mental health that Jesus has. Does Jesus have mental health issues? As Jesus is, so am I. Is Jesus stressed? No, so am I in this world. Is Jesus full of fear? They're they're about to throw him off the cliff and he going through the midst of them, (laughs) excuse me, Everybody was, they were, they were frozen in time. They, they, I mean, they couldn't mess with him because he knew who he was. Pilate said, don't you know? He knew what he came to do. He came, he, came, he endured the cross. They didn't take his life. Huh? He told Pilate, Pilate stuck his bony finger in his face. He's like, man, don't you know I have the power to crucify you and the power to release you? He said, man, you don't have no power at all unless it was given to you from heaven. And Jesus said, nobody takes my life. He said, I got to, see, he was a man's man, not this little, uh, you know, you know they Sunday school Jesus, right? Mm-mm. He said, nobody takes my life. He said, I got the power to lay it down, and I got the power to take it back again. (laughs) Come on, now. That's that's the kind of man I can follow. Huh? Nobody takes my life. I'm laying this down willingly. Amen. I mean, if he didn't, he'd still be here. It had so much life in it. All right. We had appetizer, we had the salad. Had a long review. Okay. So enemy number one is a lack, a lack of knowledge of the word of Christ. Enemy number two is a failure to act like God's word is true. We got through one scripture, I can do all things through Christ. That's how that's where we got stuck there. Um If you believe you can do all things, when they bring you all that stuff to work, at at work, and they give you more work than you can handle, see, believe correctly. Believe I can do all things through Christ. See, you think that they're trying to mess with you, but God may be trying to promote you. And you can do that work faster than they thought you could do it. Twice as fast, three times as fast, four times as fast. See, there's a certain kind of mentality that you need to have as a believer in Christ. Like Joseph was on the slave block. He didn't let anything. See, he, he could have got bitter with the circumstances that he went through, sold into slavery by his own family. Oh, nobody cares about me, my brothers, my family. Everybody turned their back on me, pastor. <laughs> Joseph could have did that. what he did? Instead of getting bit, he could have got bitter. Instead of getting bitter, he got better. He always rose to the top level of of wherever he was. Thrown into prison. I mean, Potiphar brought him into the house, man. Everything he did prospered in his hand. And the reason why he was successful was because the Lord was with him. Amen? And then Potiphar's wife hit on him. Huh? And accused him of rape. And he got thrown in prison. I mean, he ran out the house, man. She grabbed his coat. And they took that as evidence. And they gave the wrong verdict. I'm mistreated. (laughs) They do me jail. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Huh? See, this should encourage you because there's nothing to worry about. God is with you. See, you're a success. In the jail, he was a success. Naked on, on a slave block, sold into slavery. The Bible says, "Before he did anything, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man." Thank you, Jesus. And he rose to the top, eventually second in command in all of Egypt. Hmm. They said he had the second best car. Well, it wasn't a car; it was a, a chariot. Of course, if that was today, it would be a, been something like a Bentley. He always rose to the top because he knew who he was. Do you know who you are? That's the question. Do you know who you are? And so there's a mentality when you go in the, into the job. And I haven't met anybody in here that's a slave. And even if you were, you're not a slave on the inside. So stop complaining. They give me all this work. i tell you what. Uh, it's just too much. I'm stressed out. Man, people get stressed. I'm telling you, and, these, and, and let me tell you about, something about these kids, man. I don't know what these, these new kids. I mean, you know, you're 30 years old. What's that talking about? Oh, man, they're stressing me out. See, what they call stress now, when I was growing up, they call hard work. They, they, weren't, they didn't even use, see, I'm, I'm old enough to know, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm not 30 anymore, I'm like 37. But yeah. <laughs> but when I was growing up, they didn't, they didn't use, I'm stressed, they stressing me at work, They're stressing me, you know. Come on. Do you know who's in you? Yes. I mean, Joseph could have been had that attitude. Oh, I'm, oh man, I'm I'm all stressed out. Man. If it wasn't my brother, now I'm in jail. I mean, man, if it don't, if it, 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 when it rains, what? If anybody could have said that, he could have said it. See, you say you believe the Bible, yes. Amen. You so say you believe it and act like it's true. See, in church, yes, amen. But, but when they give you that stuff on the job, shoot, man. I mean, see, you got, you, you got Jesus inside of a box on Sunday, and you come out the box, and you think Jesus lived in that box. Jesus lives in you. Man, when they bring you that work, is that, is that all you got? Is this all? See, it's your mindset that needs to change. I can do all things through Christ. Well, Pastor, I can't do all that. How, can, how do you know? They just brought it to you. You hadn't even looked at it. You just saw the pile. How do you know what you can't do? Is this all you want me to do? Jesus in you makes you a success. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to help. Some of y'all are going to get a promotion over this, and you, you don't see what this has to do with anything. Because you're waiting for that. On the third day. See, I don't even know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that. And I'm not making. I'm not making fun of it, but I, I'm saying that people are looking for those triggers. Some people they they sit there in their home. and then when that guy get on that organ and, 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 and. <laughs> perk up. Huh? What about this? My God shall supply all your need. Ooh, it's not enough to have this on a plaque and on a wall. In your house? Do you believe that God shall supply all your need? Not according to you. Not according to your salary. The job is not your source. It's a channel. It's one of God's available channels. Huh? That's why, see, when you believe this, you're not worried when they're talking about uh, 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 cutbacks, Layoffs retrenchment, <laughs> uh, you, you're, not, you're not worried, you're not fearful like everybody else, we're not like everybody else, you are a child of the most high God, you've got the spirit of God living on the inside of you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, that's why that next verse says, him we preach. We preach to get you to believe that. I love that. Christ in you, the hope of glory. A lot of people know that, but they don't know that next verse. And Paul said, Him we preach. Him we preach. We preach Him. Paul said, I determine not to know anything except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's what we preach. Preach Him. I don't care how how many bills you have, how many creditors are calling. My God shall supply all your need. You say you believe the Bible. Do you believe that? No matter what, my God shall supply all your need. When when you, you got a mountain of bills staring you in the face, my God shall supply not some of your need, all your need. It's not based on what's in your bank account. It's not based on what your salary is. It's according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. She everything is in Christ. All right. First Peter 5 7 casting all your care on him. So, not some of your care, all your care on him, but he cares for you. You, you believe the Bible. Then, if you've got care, look, look at this in the, in the Amplified, casting the whole of your care. Lord, I, I can bear some of this burden if you just take half of them, and I'll take the rest, Lord. I just can't take all of them. If you take some, no, that's not biblical. You give it all to him. He can handle it. Your bodies are not built for stress and anxiety. Now, how many of you know, we all have an opportunity to have stress and have anxiety. Thank you, Jesus. Casting the whole of your care, that's all of it. All your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on him for he cares for you what, affectionately and cares about you watchfully. So do you believe that he's able to take care of you? Do you believe that he's able to take care of your kids? Do you believe he's able to take care of your family? Huh? You don't have to be all on top of your kids. All the time, where they can't even move, huh? Particularly as they get older, you you got to learn to let your kids go, huh? You you do what, what what you you I mean you do what you what you do, and you train them up in the way that they should go, and. and um, When they're old, that word is going to stay on the inside of them, no matter. And you trust God with your children because you can't be with them 24-7. Even when they're young, they're going to go to school, right? What are you going to do, sit there in the classroom with them? What are you going to do then? Go off to college? You trust the Lord, you go to sleep. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. God is good. He is good. All your anxieties. So what you worried about today? The Bible tells us be anxious for nothing. You know what nothing means in the Greek and in the Hebrew? It means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing. Jesus said, don't worry about your life. Look at the birds. Call Carla loved birds. Love looking, look at the birds. They're not worried about nothing. Um, I'm not crazy about geese. They're always in a lake. I counted. I stopped counting. There was like 200 of them in the lake, and uh, they they come and they just take over. I almost went. anybody know where I can buy a a, a goose? Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not, a swan because the swan is they they territorial. And one time, one snuck over there, and then they don't mess with the swan. <laughs> swan, <laughs> and they, you know, they, they don't they flee away. But there was a reason why I brought up that story. I forgot. No, I didn't. But the geese, the geese were um, about a couple hundred of them. You know, they, you know they, I've never seen one of them worry. Man, what if they could talk? I, I did hear a couple of birds talking one time, though. i don't I don't tell this much because people don't believe me. <laughs> I heard a couple of birds. they were talking, they' were sitting on a on a line, on them you know on them wires, how oh, they like to sit up there. and I, I overheard I guess they didn't they didn't think uh, that that they, I could hear them. 'cause they only they only talk you know when nobody's around, so I'm all right, I'm all right, y'all I was just <laughs> I heard a couple of them talk amen my my mental health is like Jesus, <laughs> but I did hear a couple of them talk one time, and they was they were seeing... Some, some folks, they were, you know, I, I could see them too. They were, they, were, they were worried and troubled and anxious and really bothered and frustrated and nervous and just scurrying about. And, uh, and the one bird, he looked at the other one and said, w- um, why are they down there doing that? And the other bird said, I don't know. Maybe they don't know they have a heavenly father that uh, cares for them. The Bible says, look at the birds. They ne- neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Contrary to what these animal rights people try to tell you, we're more valuable than animals as far uh, in, in God's eyes. With a crown of his creation. Thank you, Jesus. He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. His eyes go to and fro throughout the earth, seeking to show himself strong on your behalf. Thank you, Jesus. He hears you when you pray. Believe correctly. See, because if you believe incorrectly, see, going back to enemy number one, we're about to close here. Praise God. Enemy number one. Anybody remember? Lack of knowledge of God's word. Enemy number two? Failure to act like God's word is true. Enemy number three we'll get into next week, but look at this. See, you, you, you believe that this word is true. And, and to cast all your care on Him, believe that He cares for you. See, this is a prayer, a prayer of casting your cares on the Lord. Huh? And see, if you believe correctly, you know that the answer to your prayer is not based on your performance. And some people. They think that God won't hear them because of how they behaved last week. Anybody heard this? If my people will call by my name, will humble themselves, pray, turn. Wait a minute now. You're you're gonna turn from your wicked way. Then. See, you've got to get the wickedness out of your life. Because only when you humble yourself, pray. Turn from your wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. Then will I forgive your sin and heal your land. Whole sermons are preached on that. And that is not a new covenant prayer. That is an old covenant based on, again, a relationship with God that was conditional. That was true. How do we read the Bible? Through the finished work. Through the lens of the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Because of his finished work, he already forgave our sin. And made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we don't pray that prayer. If my people will call by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and then and turn from their wicked way, and that's an old covenant prayer. That's not a new covenant prayer. That's not a. That's a prayer for a servant. It's not a prayer for a son. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Thank you, Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for Jesus.